Mm -hmm. tab and then if you do the comments you should be able to see comments what's up guys although last time i did one i couldn't see the comment so i might have to pull up youtube hi guys welcome it's your girl sarah from sarah styles here welcome to my weekly accountability call i am here oh see we were just talking about that <laughs> oh wait ah <laughs> I'm here with Wendy, Lucky Lady 25. Um, we're gonna chat all things resellers, what is going on with her business, her successes for the week, her goals for the next week, and a exciting surprise, she works for the post office. So I'm kind of excited. I'm very excited, honestly, I'll be honest. Very excited to have her here um, to kind of give us the inside scoop of what's happening at the post office. A lot of you guys, we are in, we're shooting this July, August. It is now August 10th. <laughs> August 10th of 2020. We are mid pandemic. Uh, life is chaotic and there's lots of delays and stuff happening. Uh, eBay and Poshmark have both come out and have like little uh, notifications and stuff about what's going on and to expect delays. So I'm excited to chat with her um, if she has any information or tips for us for the post office as well. But let's go ahead and get started. I will let her um, introduce herself. So Wendy, if you want to tell us a little bit about, you work at the post office, but you're also a reseller. So tell us a little bit about your reselling, how you got started, how long, what platforms, anything else um, you want us to know. Um, I am a full-time postal worker. Well, I'm not considered career, so I'm basically, I do whatever they, what hours they want me to work. So I've been working like 60 plus hours, but I'm not career yet. Hopefully I'll get converted. What is so, that? So what does that mean? I don't know. Well, like, um, I'm a PSE. So it, there's just a postal support employee. So I go wherever I'm needed. We have five offices. I can work like 1 a.m. I can work the windows. I can work the dock. I've, I've done it all. So that's how I've got so many hours and I'm so tired all the time. So that's so, how I dwindled from like 500 listings down to 250 in the last few months. So, but I'm still trying. I haven't given up, <laughs> but I, um, I go by lucky lady 25. That has been my, my handle on pretty much everything. Um, Instagram, Poshmark closet. I think it's different on eBay. I think it's like lucky lady 2525. I don't know. That's one of my goals this year is to brand myself and change my name. And I haven't decided yet what I thought about like being the postal reseller, but I don't know if I could, you know, do that um, and not get in trouble. I don't know. Oh, from the post office. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. haven't figured it out. Um, I will say I don't love having LLC in my name. I think it's like kind of, it's not like it's fun. It seems so much more like businessy, but it is the only way that I can get my name the same everywhere. And I think mm -hmm. it's very helpful to like eBay, YouTube, Instagram, Poshmark, Etsy, like all the places I was able to get a website. So I think it definitely um, helps, but it, I think it's get, getting harder to find names mm -hmm. <laughs> that are not taken on all the platforms. And my YouTube is different too. Like I recently started YouTube a couple of months ago and it's uh, reseller Wendy. So it's different too. I don't know. That's too like lame. <laughs> yeah, but it is. I mean, it's straightforward too. It's hard to. So if you guys saw my call last week with Chris, we were talking about branding and I've been trying to come up with like a slogan. Um, and 
y'all know me, I'm a numbers person, not a word person. And so I'm like trying to come up with some slogan and it's hard. It's hard to come up with. I don't love my name either, but it's, I've already branded it. Like <laughs> I'm not going back. Um, it's hard to come up with something that's catchy, but easy that no one else has. Um, a lot for sure. Mm -hmm. So what platforms you're on Poshmark and on eBay? Um, Poshmark's my main one. I started back on eBay. Um, that was what I first started with back in like 2014. I was stay at home mom. You know, I started um, storage auctions. It's really fun. That's what got me into eBay. Ooh, I got this storage unit. Um, these rich people like I, I actually they're like semi-famous. But uh, there was some shoes, like couture shoes, like Christian Louis Vuitton's, Christian Dior's, all of that. Yeah. And that's what Did you know going thing. into that? Or is it like mi a no. mystery? It was just a pod and it looked clean. I paid like a hundred bucks for this unit and I'm still selling stuff. Um, like Lennox dishes, uh, Swartzky and, and uh, uh, Yadro figurines, like expensive stuff. This lady yeah. had food. <laughs> That's wild. So that's, I mean, that was like the first thing that you started with. Yeah. That's how I started on eBay. How and did then, you like start to go? You're like, I'm just going to go to a storage auction today. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like <laughs> I just really advertised and I had nothing to do and I don't know. I, well, and then I did like wholesale auctions after that. So that's fun. I don't know. I mean, I may have had someone on that's done that before, but it's never come up. That's really cool. It's like, the addiction, like there's a lot of YouTubers I feel that do that or like, um, yeah, I watch those adventures and it's so yeah. it's like, Oh, what is he going to find? I know it's fun to watch. It seems completely overwhelming to actually do it. It is because you get the really, really dirty, nasty units where you just pretty much take everything to the dump and see where I lived. You had to pay per pound when you, when you took it to the dump. So you mm -hmm. sometimes lost money. And your time, like you saw. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I still have this scar on my arm to where um, I cut myself with a piece of glass, and like I didn't go to and get stitches right away, and there's this big gash, and it's ugly. Oh, <laughs> I'll always um, remember where it came from. The storage units. I, I'm gonna. I have a couple more questions on this, okay. but I do want to pop into the chat. We have one question, and then I do want to. If you guys um want to and you watch my channel often i need a couple more moderators um i've been told and i'm actually on my youtube channel right now to be able to make you a mod so if you are a mod or if you are interested in being a mod all it really means is that you can boot people if they're being rude and then you can like post links and stuff so you could go to wendy's instagram right now and post her link for me um so if you're interested in doing that there's a couple of people i see i don't want to call anyone out in case you don't want to but there's a couple of people i see on here that are on here often and i'd really appreciate it so just um drop a note in the comments if you're okay being a moderator and i will make you a moderator uh dresden avenue she was on last week um she is asking are you a CCA. No, I'm a PSC. A CCA is like a temporary, uh, like mail carrier that actually get out and deliver the mail. So I'm like the back end of it. Like I do distribution. I work the windows. I'm window trained. So a lot of times you'll see me at the front window in my polo. Oh, so you're like taking packages and stuff, mm -hmm. stuff for people. Okay. So I, yeah, and I, I've worked with a lot of resellers every day and 
can you tell who it is? Like I go into the post office and I'm like, reseller, reseller, reseller. Every day, you know, they, most of them have prepaid labels. There's a few that still come in and they do it by hand. But I'm like, I try to tell them, you know, you'll save money if you go online and go to like pirate ship or somewhere where they can give you a discount. (laughs) Or even, well, let's talk about that. Cause I don't know a lot about that. So is pirate ship going to be cheaper than like eBay? I mean, Poshmark, you don't have to worry about it, but like Mm -hmm. eBay or Mercari, you get a discount there but is it even cheaper on pirate ship i have never used pirate ship because i usually don't um purchase you know the postage outside of the platforms like mercari i usually just sell things that are lightweight but i think it's almost equivalent but it doesn't like you know how there's some programs that require you to pay a monthly fee in order to get those discounts because you ship a lot i think from what i know pirate ship doesn't charge you a monthly fee but no, I haven't heard that they do. Yeah, I don't. It still gives you a discount though. And, and I really, I like, I try to recommend for them to use that because I think you can get the scan sheets, you know, what those are to where um, the prepaid acceptance sheet where all you got to do is scan that one and then it accepts them all at once. So let's talk about that. Cause me and you were chatting about that mm-hmm. um, a few days ago. And if you guys don't know this, I haven't started doing mm-hmm. Cause I forget, I get my habits, but, and you can probably talk to it a little bit more on eBay. At least if you do your shipping by bulk shipping, ugh, my Surrey keeps going off. Sorry guys. If you do bulk shipping, it's cause of my watch it's on the wrong hand. Sorry guys. <laughs> my Surrey keeps going off and then I can't hear. So if you, and then I say her name and she goes off. Okay. So if you do bulk shipping on eBay, I don't know how it works and if you can do it on Macari, but if you do bulk shipping on eBay, then you can print out one printout sheet and there's only one barcode at the top. And then it makes sure every single item gets scanned, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not having to hope that they don't miss a package. Um, I do pick up and so they don't always do all the packages. Um, is that right? Am I saying it right? Anything? Do they do it on Macari too or anywhere else? Um, I don't think they do it on Mercari, but you, if you're using those other platforms like Pirate Ship or another platform like Stamps.com on your own, then you have the option of doing that, I think. Um, I think that's what I read. I tried to do a little research because I don't use those, but I try to ask everybody who brings them what programs that they do use and everything. So. Cause I'm curious. <laughs> yeah. So as, Oh, well we have pirate ship does not grumpy thrifters is saying pirate ship does, doesn't charge a monthly fee. Mm-hmm. JB Owens is saying, what's up JB. I've been meaning to reach out um, and ask how your sourcing went. How did, did you get some good jeans? We were talking jeans the other day. Pirate ship has cubic shipping. So if you are shipping a small piece of lead, <laughs> it'll be cheaper. I don't mm-hmm. plan to do lead. Um, but I have heard for like bigger types of, um, I don't do that, but it's better. So from a reseller perspective, I like the printout sheet because then I know all of my stuff's going to get scanned. From your perspective at the post office, um, I would assume you appreciate it. So you're not I having appreciate to- it because they come in and, and it, it it like shortens their time. And, you know, we have to weigh every item as we're accepting them, you know, and then hit, you know, like, is it um, flat rate or is it not flat rate? And then it weighs it and then we can go on. So it's very time consuming. So one scan sheet and we're done and we print out their, their receipt. It's, it's fast. So do you have to wait if you get the scan sheet, you still have to go through and weigh all the items? No, no, we don't have to weigh all the items, but that doesn't mean that, you know, 
later on, if a clerk, you know, sees that it, the weights don't match, they can't, you know, do a postage due on the other end. So, so they would still be able to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I want to get there with you because I'm yeah. curious how it, I do um, post office pickup mm -hmm. or like where they come out and they pick it up. Um, and so I, I don't go to, I've been to the counter a couple of times and I've seen them weigh it, but I'm wondering how that process, I've heard a lot of different things, um, mm -hmm. how that process works. If like Poshmark, if you accidentally go over the five pounds, because a lot of people on Poshmark don't have weights um, or if like your weights, your scale's not on par on eBay. Um, how does that, can you talk us through like that process on how yeah. it would work if it was over? Yeah, up until now, like especially for eBay, we've always been told that um, that the there's a there's an automated system that catches those prepaid, they're supposed to catch those prepaid labels and charge those accounts. And um, so we, up until recently, really doesn't have not messed with the prepaid. So very much there's been the old school clerks that still mark everything postage due, you know, if they know that it's wrong. Um, but now we have the authorization that we're supposed to be marking those postage due if they're wrong and we can accept that difference at the counter. So if we see at the counter that those weights are off, you know, we can you know, have them pay the difference, which is going to suck for them because, you know, with eBay or whatever, you're going to get that discount. Well, when you're at the window, we don't give a discount. So there's going to be that difference and you're going to end up paying the full, the full price. And if it doesn't get marked up on our end, then it would be marked up postage due. And I'm sure your customer wasn't, wouldn't be very happy. So, okay. So a couple questions came up. So postage due means that it goes over and then it comes out of the buyer's account, right? It could, yeah, it could if the if it's caught automatedly. But um, for certain postage, I don't really want to go into the details. But yeah, yeah, I don't want to get you in trouble. So only share no, when you can. <laughs> for certain things, um, postage do means that when it gets to the destination and gets to the delivering post office, that they'll get a notice: "Hey, you owe this much to pick this up." So they would have to pay that much in order to get that package. And I'm, I'm sure everybody's had that postage due at one point. I've never had that happen. I've never had a postage oh, due. That's going to happen tomorrow. It's going to happen. <laughs> but that would suck as a buyer. Yeah. Like I would be pissed. Oh, yeah. I would be too. And that's why I try to educate at the counter. I can like spot a reseller and I'll try to give them all, you know, the tips because people will come in and they won't weigh. The biggest thing is they're not weighing with the package that they're shipping in, especially if it's a box, they're just weighing the item. So the yes. difference, yeah, the difference between the package and the actual item is quite a bit. You know, it's it's a lot. Sometimes it's double the weight. Or like I had somebody today, they brought in their package and it was oversized. And I tried it. I said, are you measuring your, your things? Because it's saying no surcharge. So if it says dimensional size or weight, it means that it's usually an oversized package and you're paying for the size versus the weight. And so if I don't see that dimensional weight, I'll ask them, are you measuring? And they said, well, it didn't ask me. And I said, well, yeah, it does ask you the size whenever you put everything in ahead of time. It asks you the packaging. And they're like, well, it, it just asks me for the item. And I'm like, no, it's what you're shipping. It's not just the item that's inside the package. Yes, the package. Yes. So, I mean, that's valid. What is, because I rarely, rarely measure 
Mm-hmm. Bad. So I'm glad you brought that up. What? But I do. I don't do big stuff. Is it going to make yeah. a big di- like clothing and stuff? Is it going to make a difference, or should I be measuring? Oh no, clothing is fine. Basically, anything over a cubic foot. So if you're over okay. a cubic foot, just think anything past twelve ounces or twelve inches. Okay. So. Um, that's good to know because I know a lot of people on here do ship other things. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't, I very rarely will measure because eBay like pre-populates it for you. And I'm like, that's fine. Like I don't mess mm-hmm. with that. Um, there was another question that came up and I don't remember. Um, the boxes is a good point. I didn't use to clothing. You could do a poly mailer. So it's like, what, like 4.4 ounces or something stupid. Like a poly mailer usually doesn't like tip the scale. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then I did it. I was doing shoes and I had it in the box and I was like, Oh, a box was a lot. (laughs) um, So if you have any tips on ways to like get that weight down, but still protect items, are there any like tips that you have that we can Shoes in box. <laughs> yeah. All right. I didn't know. I mean, yeah. I'll try and use like a padded envelope if it fits yeah. because that'll weigh less. Um, mm-hmm. And something I've done, which maybe I shouldn't tell you because what if it's a no-no and then I can't do it anymore. But so I order a lot of, um, if you guys don't know, you can get free supplies. Um, although that might be going away. Do you have? I don't I think we're still recommending that everybody like order their own supplies online because everybody comes in and they want a giant stack, especially of our padded mailers. And it's actually really hard for us to even get them. Like we have to order them just like you guys, you know, so we only get a certain amount every time that we order. So when somebody comes in and asks for a lot, that's why we don't put the padded mailers out with the regular flat rate stuff because everybody tries to take them and use them for like padding their packages instead of actually shipping in them. And that's just kind of, I don't know. Raceful. I have, I will admit, I have done that because I don't, I don't ship a lot of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so I don't have that kind of supplies. And I was like, oh, I ship something that needs padding. What do I have? But since that happened, I have now bought some bubble wrap for the couple of things that I have shipped. Um, But I think, yeah, it is wasteful. But you can, so USPS.com, I have a video on it that kind of walks through how you do it, but you can get free supplies. One of the problems that I've had though is, it's like I'll have a box and what fits the item fits in a flat rate box, but I don't want to pay flat rate because flat rate ends up being more. So I'll put it in the flat rate box and then put it in a poly mailer mm-hmm. so that it's not a flat rate box. Like it still um, gets that lower price. Um, that's a tip that I've come up with because then I don't have to find boxes. Um, Dressen is saying Margaret. It's Margaret, right? I believe it's Margaret. She was on. Is it? Okay. She was on last week. Um cut the inside flaps. I've seen that. So it does. I mean, if you cut, like when you flap it over, if you just cut the inside flaps, it'll save some weight too. So that's one thing too, is with the flat rate packaging, you know, with any other priority packaging that you can alter, like you can sleeve it, make it longer. You can, you know, leave it flat, but like with the flat rate packaging, that is not to be altered. So if that comes to the window and somebody has it bulging because they've paid for that size, if it's bulging or if they've cut it and like altered it in some way, I will, I as a clerk will make them take it back and repackage it because I mean, that's kind of, not the point of flat rate shipping, you know, we're not supposed to How, What about the envelopes? Like the envelopes can be bulging, right? Because they're like envelopes. It, <laughs> if it fits, it ships basically. 
But uh, yeah, so if it looks like it's gonna bust open, I will recommend them mail it in something else. But I've seen several or several times that they've come in and they're just like, like they put a box in there and they folded the they folded the the envelope around the box and people try to be very like creative. <laughs> <laughs> to save the money. I've done, I mean, I've done mm -hmm. it. I'll admit it. I have absolutely done it. Um, and I don't go to the post office often. So I don't, the mm -hmm. last time I went, the clerk was, um, she was like, this is getting close to bulging. And I was like, oh, what does that mean? And she was like, yeah, it has to be like the flat. You can't like, you can't tape the sides into fit it. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. I just figured as long as I could get it shut, right? Like, um, it's where the education comes in. <laughs> yes, which is why I'm glad that I have you here because I don't want to like we're all out saving money. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm all about it. Um, but also, if we're cutting these edges and not paying the proper amount that we should for the post office, then they're not able to keep running, right? Um, in a large scheme of things, right? So if we pay 20 extra cents for all of our packages, then it allows them to be funded the way that they need to be funded. Although probably not even at that point, <laughs> from what I've been reading. Do you, can we get into that without it, you being able to share like what's going on, right? Like why is postage is taking a little bit longer now? And I don't, I mean, if it gets too political, then we don't have to go down that route. But if you know any, like there's a lot going on right now and you're seeing postage is taking longer and like what. There's certain areas that I have noticed that because during this time they've added, especially to priority that extra day, um, just, you know, so we don't fall down, you know, and like look really bad, I guess. I don't know. But some areas I have noticed that they are taking a little bit longer, like whereas everything normally would be one to three or two to three days. That is like four to five days, um, like New York being one of them, Colorado, um, a lot of big places. Oh, really? Mm. I, so Colorado. I'm in Colorado. I didn't. Yeah, I've noticed Colorado takes a little bit longer, even before pre, you know, all of this going on pandemic. So I, why. I don't know. Because are all high. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> we take our time. Yeah. That's what we joke about, you know. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I mean that's valid, <laughs> especially if it's going to Boulder. Um, all right. So I was going to say something on. Uh, I mean, so it's mainly just COVID. People are shopping more. There's a lot more mm -hmm. going in the mail. You yeah. guys are trying to keep up with it, but you have regulations that you. I mean, have you had to spread out? how you're processing stuff because you can't be like in tight quarters any like has any of that processing changed due to COVID or is most of it still business as usual minus like a mask and like well we're at, you know definitely wearing that mask um a lot of the carriers are coming in at staggered times so they're not all there at the same time so sometimes the mail like normally would be delivered at a certain time is going to be delivered earlier because they started earlier or later because they started later. And we get a lot of questions about that. Like, Oh, they're, I'm never there when they come, you know, they're always leaving the notices and we always have to explain to them. That's why. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, our, so we moved at the beginning of this and our new carrier pickup guy comes at like between four and five. And I just thought maybe that was his normal route, but now I'm wondering if he like got pushed back. I really appreciate it because then it allows me to do same day shipping on most of my packages because he doesn't come until like, you know, four or five o'clock. Um, that may also be because like um, 
they're having that much more mail volume or like the people are gone. And so other carriers are having to split routes where they normally wouldn't be. So after they carry their route, they have to go and carry somebody half of somebody else's route because they're not there or something like that. So that may be why you're getting your packages a little bit later too, or pick up or whatever. Well, either way, I don't, he told me he was on, I were at the end of his route, like where his last stream. Mm -hmm. Um, so I know that's part of it, but it could also be something else. Um, so Margaret's husband works for the post office. Uh, her offices are currently five days behind on mail. They're not allowed to deliver after hours anymore. And so it just keeps building up. Wow. I haven't heard that one yet. That's intense. I know we're not allowed to delay the mail. So um, if a truck, so a truck cannot be late to be processed. So if mail is there, it has to stay there till the next day. So, okay, so I'm, I'm catching up with all the lingo and trying yeah. to process it. Yeah. Um, well, and so if I don't remember where Margaret is, I'm going to say Ohio, but I think that's just completely wrong. <laughs> but either way, like different states, but it's all federally funded. So does it make, is, it's federally funded, right? So shouldn't it no. be this, oh, it's state? No, um, the post office is, uh, is, is, funded by itself until like, I guess, whenever, you know, they started having to have like them help them because I don't know, I don't know all this stuff, but I know that yeah, okay. whenever they had to pre-fund all the um, retirements back, uh, it's been like 10 years at least. Um, that's whenever they started, you know, going into the negative. So. Oh, so then they were kind of like bailed out. Oh yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's sounding vaguely familiar as you're saying that. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's saying there are mountains of packages sitting in the office. They're not going to get caught up anytime soon. Okay, so let's get back to reseller accountability. I knew we would go off on yeah. this tangent. Um, and if you have any other tips or tricks, definitely feel free to share them. If you guys have specific uh, post office questions in the chat, definitely feel free to um, ask them as well. I mean, we can't like ask her things that she can't share, but we're, I, you're completely comfortable um, saying, you know, I can't share that information if you can't. Um, we totally get that. But reseller accountability. Oh, I was right. Wow. I am impressed with myself. Ohio. I was going to say um, Illinois next. New executive order is to delay mail, which will was illegal previously. Um, without getting political, I don't know as far as the mail goes, but a lot of the new executive order <laughs> is not like he can't do. <laughs> I don't think he read his job description. Um, and he's saying all these things that he can't do. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, but let's get into reseller accountability. So everyone in the chat, um, let us know how your week was, what your successes were. Also shameless self-promotion. Um, leave your guys' Instagram handles, your stores, if you guys are having sales. Um, you as well, Wendy. I think someone linked your YouTube, but definitely feel, feel free after this um, ends to come back in the comments and you can put your all of your links um, to all of the things. Uh, it's kind of part of the allure of having you on here. I give you a little added um, exposure. But so in the chat, let us know how your guys' week was, what your successes were. Um, if you were here last week, if you met your goals, um, how it went and everything that was happening. Wendy, let's check in with you. How was your week? What were your big successes? Um, as far as reselling, I haven't sold a whole lot in the last week. I've sold like nickel and dime stuff, $10 here, $12 there. 
but I've tried to get caught up on my YouTube. I have like four or five videos that I've already filmed that I just need to edit. Um, my daughter's been doing them with me. <laughs> That's She's, not 16. How She's 16. Oh, nice. Yeah. She started reselling herself. She sells more on Mercari than I do. That's nice. My daughter's going to be, my daughter's five, but she already, I'm sure is going to outpace me. She is wanted, she's saving her money for a sewing machine so that she can make me clothes so I can sell them. So I don't have to go sourcing. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I was like, you're on it girl. Um, so that's nice that she's helping you. Um, I definitely feel like the nickel and dime is what's happening right now. My sales have absolutely gone down and I'm getting much more under $20 sales. Um, although randomly I'll get like a $80 purse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll take it, but it's like random stuff. Um, and it's making it kind of hard to source. Are you finding, are, are you in the sourcing mindset or do you have like a back pile of, Oh, I have a whole room full of my death pile and I, but I continue to source because I'm so bored during lunch. <laughs> I, I'm so terrible at sourcing. I source too much. That's a problem. We have already determined that. I feel like that's a lot of resellers and I want that to be my problem because I feel like I'm the opposite where I can't find time. So I'm at home with three kids and mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't, I was looking at pallets today because I'm like, I, I cannot find the time to like go out and get inventory. Um, so, I mean, you were making sales. Did you have like a big success sale or you're hitting some goals that you had set or you're just surviving because you're working a zillion hours? Just surviving. I mean, I'm getting rid of a lot. Those little ones are a lot that have been in the closet for a long time that I probably should have like deactivated a long time ago and just donated. So, I mean, that's a success, right? <laughs> I didn't lose money. That's. I'm kind of trying to think. I'm glad you brought that up because I am kind of trying to figure out what to do with that. Like I have inventory that I've just been looking at and I'm sick of looking at it. Um, Lori was on last week and she was like, everything will sell eventually. And then the next day, something that I had had for two years sold. And I was mm -hmm. like, well, <laughs> yeah, just tell me that every day and something will sell, but I'm getting sick of it. So I'm like, do I consign it? Do I do thread up? Do I just auction it? Do I leave it in my closet forever until it sells? Um, I'm trying to figure out what to do with that stuff. You just leave it there and hope that it, is selling recently I, I i guess i'm just not a wasteful person and i hate donating stuff that i've paid money for i don't know so like a lot of the stuff that i haven't listed that i just am not excited about listing that i've bought for super cheap like i've made a deal with my daughter <laughs> so she doesn't have to buy inventory she can use my inventory and then she lists it sells it and we split the profit oh that's a good deal yeah that's smart i need one of you in my neck of the woods. Um, grumpy thrifters are saying profit pile, not death pile. I am actually calling it, um, oh, unsold inventory, burn it. <laughs> okay, Duncan. Duncan last week was telling me, or we were talking about this last week too, because it's like been on my mind, but they were calling it um, backlog, back stock, back stock. Um, and I was like, yeah, that sounds much better than a death pile, right? Back it's stock. an investment pile. It's actually an investment room for me though. Hey, you know what? I bet it has done you wonders during COVID because I had nothing to list until thrift stores opened back up. Mm -hmm. I had nothing. So, I mean, all of those people that had these death piles, I was totally jealous. Um, Duncan's asking, <laughs> how many people mail with stamps? Any or do many people mail with stamps anymore or stamps being phased out? 
No, we still have plenty of stamps. We come out with new stamps all the time. But as far as like mailing packages with stamps, yeah, it's definitely a lot less because you still have to bring that package into the post office. Um, because if it's more than a half inch thick, it's considered like anonymous mail if you just stick it in the mail stream with just stamps. Because it could, we don't know that it's not a bomb or something like that. You know, there's not any, like if you don't have a return address, there's no traces, you know, to track it back to that person. Um, so yeah, definitely put return addresses because <laughs> if not, it's just going to probably go to Atlanta and sit because that's the dead, you know, dead mail. Yeah. Well, that's we can deliver that. Um, Dola, Dr. Jennifer, I'm assuming is a doctor based off of this comment. Poshmark uh, is dry all week. Good weekend sales, but nothing during the week, but my full-time job gets in the way. Hard to share while in surgery. Valid point. <laughs> I don't um, share anymore. I pay somebody to do that. Yes, I think, which is a valid point. Um, I've learned outsourcing can be your friend. Um, there's not only so much time to do all the things. Grumpy Thrifters is saying on Posh, we had our biggest sale ever yesterday. Hooray! That's exciting. Sold a, a NC. I don't know what that stands for. Do you know what that stands for? Pottery piece for $340. Uh, my daughter found it for $3. How exciting. Ooh. That's way exciting. Um, a reseller's passion. My sales are doing well. That's good considering I've been working on new inventory system for my businesses. Businesses. If y'all don't follow Leslie, like this girl is busy. Juggling. Uh, yes. I think her post today on Instagram was actually that exact day. Like so all the things that she's doing. Um, I was also interviewed on Chanel Johnson's podcast this week. Lots going on. That's exciting. Let's see. I don't re-donate. If I get really tired, I send it to ThreadUp. Um, so I'm in the middle of the course. Has anyone taken the course by Crenshaw? Crenshaw? Crenshaw. Crenshaw. Thank you. <laughs> I've only seen the words. Yeah. So Crenshaw has a course. And spoiler alert, she's coming on my show channel this week um, to talk about ThreadUp. So definitely join me. We're still figuring out what day. So keep an eye on my channel. Hit that um, notification so you get notified when I schedule it to talk about it. I'm halfway through the course. I'm debating if it's time consuming, right? So do I want to put the time into it? Have you done ThreadUp? Yeah, I did. And I actually just did a video. I posted a video last night about the success of my very first bag because it's the first thing that is complete. I started in February and I think I've only sent in like three bags or three boxes, but I have like five or six that I need to send in. I have tons of labels. So, but I'm definitely paying for that um, quick, the quick shipping, the expedited shipping and the return assurance because I want my stuff back. <laughs> So, I haven't got into that lesson yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I think that you're, I mean, you think you're paying for this and if your items don't sell that you're going to be out all this money, but it comes off the bag. If your bag doesn't make any money, you don't pay anything. So. Oh, mm -hmm. so you at least will break even. Yeah. Right? Like they'll at least pay or you get paid back, right? Like mm -hmm. you're not negative, but you have to have the money up front to do it essentially like you have to pay for it up front until something sells. No, they just, they just oh. deduct it from what you make out of that bag. Oh, so you're just adding that to the bag, but you don't actually pay for it. Gotcha. So they take it out after it sells. Mm -hmm. I got it. I see what you said. Oh, good. well, so that's good. Cause I was like, well, I'm not going to pay to do this if it doesn't. So that's good. I need to finish the course. Apparently <laughs> I haven't gotten to that point in the course yet. Um, well, so, she has new, so 
Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know if it's in her course. I'll talk to her on, um, I've also only gotten, I, when I say half, I think that's a pretty, um, not true statement. It's probably more like less than half. Like maybe I've been wanting to take it, but I'm kind of, I don't know, I guess I've been cheating and like learning from the people who have taken her course. <laughs> It's not cheating. No, it's not cheating. And she says it herself too. Like you can, and which is true. You can spend your time on YouTube researching and on Instagram following people, or you can consolidate it and just take her course. Mm -hmm. I mean, she says that too, which is true. Um, I wanted to consolidate it, but then even then I still am like, I don't have time. <laughs> it's hard to listen when you have kids. My five-year-old does not stop talking. Uh, JB Owens is saying, I spent so much time researching brand styles for jeans that I can go through the whole rack at Goodwill in 15 minutes. Right now, I'm only buying what should sell for $20 or more, 30 pairs on Friday. Nice job, JB. We've been chatting about jeans because I've been kind of on a jean kick as well. It's one thing I like about jeans when you're sourcing is it is that in athletic wear too because the label's right there. Like you can quickly go through and look at the labels. Um, and I like shoes too, because the way our shoes are out, like you can just visually like scan the whole rack. Um, what do you like to source? What do you sell? I like to, I go first to the shoes and the bags and then the new racks. <laughs> Girl. Oh, do they put like all the stuff on a new rack? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, all the stuff is on a new rack. And so, you know, what's fresh, um, unless they've pulled it and they've put it back on the rack and make it look fresh. But I, you know, I know. The colors. I know the colors. I haven't saved I've been in my here. Phone. I haven't saved <laughs> in my phone. Look, I was here yesterday. I know your tricks. Get it together. Um, that's nice though, because ours put it like they have new racks out as they're like putting it out onto the you know where it goes, and so I'll go through those racks. But it's not like intentionally new racks. It's you're going through the racks that they're putting out. Yeah. If you happen to be there when they're putting out new inventory, um, and they don't always. Some of them don't like for you to do that. Uh, Grumpy Thrifters is saying, JB, I can look through 10 racks of shirts, dresses. Dresses I think are harder to look through. I go to jeans, pants, and maybe get through 10. Jeans are a least selling item because I hate looking for them. So funny what everyone sells. Um, reseller's passion. I only use thread up to move items. I don't want anything back. It was items that were going to go back to the thrift store. It's not a business I wouldn't source for thread up. They have 15 backs, sold 40 items. I'm kind of thinking that's where I would head, but then I'm like, well, should I just take him to like a clothes mentor, Plato's closet and just not deal with all of that. Right. Um, I might do that this week. So that might be on my agenda. Um, all right. So let's get into it. My, it's my accountability call this week. My success, I survived. That's kind of been my successes. So we have, we talked a little bit about this, um, last week, but I have three children and they will at least be starting the first two weeks remote learning, which means I'm now going to be a teacher. Um, I mean, they'll have content sent home, but it's a preschooler, a five-year-old, a kindergartner, and then a special needs high schooler. Um, so they're not independent learners by any means. Like they still mm -hmm. need a lot of assistance. Um, so I'm trying to do as much as I can in my business to still function a little bit when I have no time to do it. Um, so I have been cranking out photos. I'm like three weeks ahead on photos to still be able to, I know, I've been cranking them out. <laughs> um, that's like all I've been doing. I've been scaling back on my YouTube so that I can do that. I've also been like streamlining processes and coming up. I posted on my Instagram, but like little templates. 
like making little templates for things that I do, like my what sold video every week, I was writing it out every time. And I'm like, well, I'm writing like the same format. So now I have a template. Hopefully that helps. I organized, apparently organizing helps you like find things. <laughs> Although I couldn't find my headphones. That's what you remember before I was like, I don't know where they are. It's because I put them away where they belonged. <laughs> um, yeah. I know. And that my daughter came in and she was like, well, did you look here? And I was like, no, because I usually leave them like laying around somewhere. Um, so that's what I'm doing, just trying to get ahead and caught up. I did um, bid on my first palette today. I lost, but I know it was a process and it was learning and it's making me think a bit more analytical about the next palette that I buy to make sure that I make a good investment and what to look. I mean, I would have been stuck with it had I got it, but um, so hopefully by next week's call, I'll have a palette or I may decide that's not for me because I keep going back and forth still. So those are my successes for the week. Sales have not been great. I'm going to be honest. I've been scaling back what I'm doing. So I don't know if it's part of that um, or if it's just not great right now because of everything that's happening in the world, unemployment, the extra unemployment ended. There is no coverage on eviction now. So people are probably like, oh, maybe I should pay my rent <laughs> instead of shopping on eBay. Um, so I don't know. Are you noticing how, how have your sales been? Oh. <laughs> but you're so, working a lot too, right? Yeah, so Yeah. Well, and there was a, about a week, at least a week period where my, the person that I pay or the, the, the program that I pay, I don't know. I really don't know if it's a person or a bot. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But I know that the person actually went into labor. And so I don't know what happened. And I didn't have anybody sharing my closet for about a week at least. And that you could tell. You could tell there was a big, big change. Did you notice when they started sharing it again that you got like a huge kick in sales or it was just like back to normal? It's, and it was weird because they would share, they would share the same amount, but they would skip a whole half of my closet, which is weird. And I was like, those haven't been shared in like two days. So I don't know what's going on if something has changed. And then all of a sudden they're getting shared after I message them. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. There's been a lot of, and I haven't gotten too into it because I don't, mm -hmm. I don't like controversy. Um, but if you guys haven't been following Poshmark, um, there's been a little bit of controversy. And I'll just give you the high level of it. I'm not going to get into my opinion of it. Um, my Yeah. But their, Poshmark changed some of their um, filtering and some of their back end stuff. And so then bots weren't able bots weren't able to share like they were before because they changed some of their back end and some of the places the sharing companies then weren't able to share some said that they were persons and they weren't able to share so then there's controversy are they persons are they bots um lots of upster in the poshmark community i'm not getting into my opinion on it um but that's just kind of what wendy's referring to um a little bit but i think it's been as far as i can tell it's back to that was last week's news, right? Like no one's really concerned over it. Um, Duncan's asking, have sales fallen because you got rid of free shipping? Valid question, Duncan. However, I got rid of free shipping in July and my July sales were great. Um, they were, I mean, they were, my July sales were on par. They were normal. They were actually better. They were my best eBay month ever. 
um, and I got re rid of free shipping and I haven't changed anything else. And August has just not been great. Um, I really, I'm really thinking it's because at the end of July, that like unemployment, you were getting an extra $600 um, and that went away. And then there's also the eviction or the mortgage um, insurance. Well, I don't know what the right word is, but like where you couldn't get evicted if you weren't paying. Oh, I never heard about that. Yeah, um, that went away because it's hard to not get political. I'm not getting political. This is just what's happening. But Congress hasn't made a decision on a new stimulus. Um, so, you know, that all went away at the end of July and they haven't made a new decision on it. Um, so I, I believe that's part of what's happening. People are much more um, stingent with their money. And also like for me, the school situation, if you have kids at home, that's where my focus is right now, like trying to figure out how to do that. Um, and so I, that's kind of what I'm thinking it is. Um, I haven't changed anything in my reselling. That is a lie. I went from listing 10 items a day to listing seven. So a little bit lower, but not, I don't know. I don't feel like they should have fallen off that. I'm definitely not consistent. <laughs> I'm in your group, that listing group, and I'm like, I never post. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's, everyone's consistency is different. Like every day isn't necessarily going to be your consistent. Yours mm -hmm. can be like once a week, right? Or mm -hmm once a month, you're able to, you know, because you have a full time. I mean, you're working a lot of hours. This isn't, uh, it's cutting back though. I think I'm about to be like 40 to 48 to 50 versus the 60 to 66. <laughs> so I don't, I never, I, I don't know how I found time to sleep much less see my kids. So yeah. Reselling. Could you guys resell together? The family that resells together stays together. She likes searching. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So let's get into setting goals for the next week. Um, as Wendy mentioned, I have an Instagram chat. Um, it's nothing official by any means, but there's, you know, maybe 15 of us in it. If you would like a little bit of accountability on a daily, weekly basis, uh, send me a DM on Instagram and I can uh, add you to the chat. It's also nice just to have other resellers to chat to like, hey, did this happen to you today? Or, you know what I mean? Like just Sounds ideas. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if you want to join that, let me know. Um, like I said, it's very casual. Like there's not any strict anything. It's more just people to talk to and check in with um, as well. So that's the accountability chat. I don't know why I was saying that, but <laughs> um our goals for the week. So I will let you uh, touch base on what you would like to get done this week. Um, and those in the chat as well, set your goals for the week. And then I will finish with my goals. Um, so I think I, I set my, my goal really low and I still can't hit it. It was like 25 new listings, which I probably hit half of them. Um, I, I took a lot of pictures this last week and I don't know how I didn't get them listed. I don't, I just don't know. <laughs> I was probably outsourcing when I should have been listing on my lunch. I think I need to stop. <laughs> maybe you could, maybe like for every so many items that you list, then you get a sourcing trip, right? Like mm -hmm. if I list five items then I get to go source or whatever your number would be. The store keeps sending me these deals in my text message <laughs> and like $5 designer, whatever. And I'm like, what? 
<laughs> or you could, and this is the point that I've talked to other resellers too, but like you obviously like the sourcing. You're good at the sourcing, not so much the listing. You could look at getting a lister because you took the pictures. Mm -hmm. And then if you can have someone else list, then you can get more inventory listed and then sell more. Maybe. <laughs> well that's the hard thing is i've i yeah people mm -hmm. ask me for ideas my lister is amazing but she's just one person like it's not a company so she doesn't take um i've heard that it's hard to find a good lister um if anyone in the chat knows to help <laughs> wendy out so she can continue to buy um or like mystery boxes just i've so tried I mystery boxes i only sold two yeah <laughs> i think Unless you have like a following, I think that's, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's true. Now two retailers bought them. And I mean, and I, and I didn't like advertise what brands except for like one pair of wild fox jeans. I was, I was like, oh, you know, it's $60 for this many items. There's a pair of wild fox jeans in every reseller box. I'm like, surely. <laughs> but it's hard to, yeah, unless you're advertising. Yeah, that's true. I've thought about that if I buy a pallet, because I know a lot of resellers will um, sell off like some of their pallet. You have like a, to buy, but I don't know. Yeah. I tried to do a sale on Instagram this week and it was a dud. I Here's the thing is like, I can't like, I don't know if you guys follow um, Denali, but she did a sale this weekend and I was like, oh, great idea. I'll do a sale. Well, I'm not Denali. <laughs> like, she has a following. Um, I was a dud, I got nothing. So then I'm like, well, would I be able to sell? reseller boxes i don't know she sells the reseller boxes for sure yeah i know which has inspired me to think that i can but then i have to rein it back in and be like i'm not denali <laughs> speaking of she's on my channel next week so make sure to <laughs> check in um hit those notifications to watch or chat with us next week trisha is asking are you going to bring your kids back to in-class learning if they are off it i'm also in colorado in the springs um so real quick for those other moms out there and um, this is relevant, but not, I don't want to, I don't want to get too far into this because it's not reselling so much, but in Colorado, in our district, the first two weeks are remote and then the secondary, so middle school and high school can either do all remote or hybrid. Um, the littles, so I have kids in kindergarten and preschool too, they can do either all in person or all remote. Um, we had to decide for the high schooler on Friday and he is special needs and can absolutely not learn online. Um, the spring was just an utter disaster. Um, it's just not, he needs way more support than they can offer um, online. So he will be doing hybrid. I haven't decided for the littles. One day I'm like, they're gonna go back in and then the next day I'm like, they're gonna stay home. So mentally I'm preparing for them to stay home. So then if they do go back in, it's like glorious. Um, so but I haven't decided and we don't have to decide. You can pull them out at any time. Um, and so I'm like, well, we'll just start day one. And then if I hate it, we'll pull them out. <laughs> so that's my mindset right now. We'll see. Um, what's your, cause you have a 16 year old. What is she? She is a junior and it's going to be rough anyway, because she started taking concurrent college classes. Um, mm -hmm. And she's not a motivated and like, but luckily those concurrent classes are Zoom classes two days a week and so, or three days a week. And then the other two days they get to like do study, you know, haul or whatever and get caught up. Um, but other than that, yeah, she's got 
yeah, it's uh, it's in person. It's in person classes, and I think they have the option. But because my husband works second shift and I work all day, like it's gonna be really hard to find the time to work with them and everything. We tried to do that for the last couple weeks of school whenever they started, you know, that until the end of school. And it was really rough. They just kind of passed everybody, you know, like nobody fails, you know, they, yeah. so, but my son, my son is 10 and he was in the fourth grade last year and he's going to, he's skipping fifth grade because he's really smart. He's, he has been on the spectrum. He's special needs, but he's very smart and he's a little too, he gets bored <laughs> and I don't think he's going to be good. He's on the computer all day playing games, but I don't think it's something that he can do like to learn on his own. Cause he just like needs that push, you know? Yeah. Um, They're elementary classes. Sorry. It'll be all in person too, or do they do a hybrid? Yeah, they're in person, but they went from being like in different classes, like there's like kind of like middle school, they switched classes, social studies, math, science, to only going to have one teacher all day long. And so that'll be a change. But luckily it's his quiz bowl teacher. So, you know, she'll push him and make sure that he learns what he needs to for those quiz bowl tournaments. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I mean, I feel like you just summed it up really well. Like all the parents mm -hmm. worry and like also like working parents, I mean, out of the home and they need it for child, I don't wanna say childcare, but it is partially childcare. Like mm -hmm. you are used to having them gone and not finding, um, it's such a hard, and that's where I lean one, one day I lean towards, I am at home and so I can keep them. So then maybe I should keep them out for the parents that actually really need it, right? Like I can be home. And then the next day I'm like, they need the social. I mean, it's just, it's a hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just hard. It's everything right now is hard. Um, JB Owens is asking, Sarah, is your store growing, shrinking, or maintaining? My sales are up twenty percent, but my store is two times as big as it was two months ago. Um, I'm in growth mode. Um, I have been. I'm not selling. I mean, to be growing, you're listing more than you're selling, right? Because you're getting bigger. And that's definitely what I'm doing. I'm cranking out some listings for sure. I'm selling. Well, I don't know. I looked at my dashboard last week. I don't have it open to look at it, but I think I'm listing maybe 50 to 100 more than I'm selling a month for the past couple months. So I have been in growth mode. I am up over last year, but my sales this week, and I'll do a wet sales video on Wednesday and we can look at what sold last week. And if I'm just making up that I'm not selling anything, because sometimes that happens, right? Sometimes you're like, nothing's selling. And then you look at your numbers and you're like, what are you talking about? Like <laughs> you had a great week. What? Like you just don't feel like you're selling. Right. Mm -hmm. So follow me on Wednesday and we'll see what sold the past actually two weeks. Um, I have no following. Oh, I have no following, but sold several, not as many rese mystery reseller boxes when COVID hit sold on Instagram. <clears throat> Oh, so maybe trying Instagram. If you try it on Instagram, let me know. I'll promote it. I mean, I don't have a huge following, but <laughs> I will use the few people that are following me. Um, so do you guys suggest like grouping by size or just like random boxes? Because I tried grouping by size. That's a good question. I'd like to hear it. Yeah. So those people in the... Um, chat that have done it to group by size. I've seen Denali has done them. Her last one she did by size in case you wanted to buy like for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I hadn't thought about good question because I haven't done ones. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it. 
Well, my new tags reseller boxes were just random, but um, the other ones that I had listed were by size. And they were they were kind of not so mystery boxes. And I don't think I sold any. I did like a sneak peek of like a stack of stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> it's hard. And that's and I also am scared to do a mystery box because I there's a lot of people that are like, oh, this was terrible. And I'm like, well, I don't want to like tell a terrible box. Yeah. But then if you tell them everything, then like, well, I might as well just list it, right? Like if I'm going to tell you everything that's in it, then it's not saving me time yeah, to do it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Any tips that you guys have in the chat? So goals for the week. We did your goals, right? At least what I've already, my goals are that I haven't been hitting the 25 a week. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. We got to finish the editing the videos. Yes. There you go. There you go. Um, that's hard if you can get, it's time consuming mm -hmm. um, because you have to watch the whole video, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're at least taking as long as a video is and then however long it takes before. Grumpy Thrifters is saying they do random boxes and she shows the labels. I thought of that. Mm -hmm. um, or even just typing out like there'll be, these are the options of brands that you would get. Um, all right. Oh, we're hitting seven o'clock. My goal is, is my goal i'm gonna i don't want to commit to this but i'm might have a palette purchase by the time we talk next week it's on i would have i bid on one today like i would have bought the one today if i got it at the price that i bid i did not get it at the price that i bid um and i'm slowly talking to other people realizing i might have to pay it's different than thrifting you're i mean obviously duh <laughs> But it, you're, the mindset is different. Like you're not getting thrifting prices and your margins are going to be different. So I need to kind of wrap my head around what that looks like to go into my next auction because most of them are auctions. Um, it was very nerve wracking too. Like sitting there waiting, am I going to get it? Um, so I think that's my big goal, either purchasing a palette or deciding that's not for me and why or why not that's for me. So hopefully next week I will come back and share whatever I decide to do. Um, so that's it. Thank you guys for joining. Wendy, I'm going to let you do one more uh, shameless self-promotion. Um, so give a shout out to all of where we can find you. And if you still have mystery boxes for sale, you guys can head over to Wendy's. Lady 25. Oh, there, there. <laughs> <laughs> so come back. This usually takes about an hour to upload, um, but then come back and leave your links as well, because people are much more willing to click a link mm -hmm. and go find you, I've found. Um, so that's it. Thank you guys so much. Just you. Well, everyone in the chat as well. Thank you guys so much for joining. Wendy, thank you so much for all the information on the post office. Um, I learned a ton as usual on these chats. Um, and I know to be careful with my shipping weights. Um, I definitely don't want to make a customer have to pay for that. That would be a terrible experience. <laughs> um, so that is it. Thank you guys for joining. This is my weekly accountability call. It is open to whoever would like to come on. I often will find someone, me and Wendy were chatting and I was like, oh, you're in the post office. Like, will you come on my chat? But it is open to anybody who would like to join. So if you would like to come on the video chat, send me a DM and I will send you the link to join. If you don't want feel as comfortable on the video and you wanna just join in the comments, feel free to do that as well. It is every single Monday, 6 p.m. Mountain Standard, weekly accountability call. We talk about our successes and our goals for the next week and all the things that come up in between. 
So make sure to hit that subscribe if you like content like this, the notifications so you get notified of when new content comes out. Wednesday is my weekly What Sold video, 4.30 p.m. Mountain Standard. I will go through What Sold. It's going to be the past two weeks because I was on um, a video with Chris last week and we talked about my month. So it'll be the past two weeks, what has sold on Poshmark and eBay, strategies that I'm using, things that have changed, anything that's come up that I feel like you guys would be interested in. That is live as well. So you can ask questions on the way and share your results as well. So on that note, I hope everyone has a great evening and happy sales. Thanks. Mm -hmm.